We just out here skating, you know, every day we do so. Let's fucking sir! Let's go! We in this bitch. I really didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is modern day hippie shit. One, we are live. You feel me? MDH back in the freaking building. So we got a special <laughs> guest. Tommy, I'm gonna let you go. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let you introduce him because you do it the best. Uh hey, that was bars. Hey, yes, sir. <laughs> Actually, we got two guests, and he's coming in right now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, what's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of MDH TV. We got two special guests here with y'all. Uh, I haven't met Andre knows both of these guests. I don't personally know him. So, uh, you know, go ahead and introduce yourselves. What's up, you guys? My name is Cam. I just go to the gym with these guys. That's all. <laughs> but also, let's not forget, he's a fitness model. You feel me? You check him out on yeah. Instagram. At, well, I'll, I'll link your Instagram and shit. When we both right, man. But, Samaja, go so, ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, what's up, y'all? My name is Samaja. You feel me? You know, that's, that's pretty much all we doing then. Yeah, but we're all in college, though. You feel me? We us three go to the no. same college. Tommy, he goes somewhere. You feel me? Tommy, yeah. You need to come out here. You need to yeah. just come out here, and, Tommy, bro. Yeah. You, you need to just come out here. You have to come out here, bro. Where you at, though? Oh, where, wait, where are you at? I'm in Pennsylvania. What the Hell fuck? No. What's like over there, know. though? I mean, it's cool. Oh, it's your background. <laughs> it's dark. Hey, but what time is it where you at right now, bro? It's nine. Nine? Oh, God, shit. Nigga, you were six hours ahead, I think. No. Nigga, it's three hours ahead. You need, I, thought it was six. I thought it was six. I thought it was six. Niggas, bro. But uh, <clears throat> you feel me? One thing, because like you said, we all go to the gym together. I know Tommy, he go to the gym. So, Cam, first, because we, we kind of talked a little bit about how you started going to the gym or like why. But how do you feel like the gym has helped you, like, emotionally? Not really physically, because that's easy to see. Like, everybody yeah. can see physically. But how did it help you mentally and emotionally? So, like, honestly, I started going to the gym because, you know, like, back in high school and middle school, I was getting picked on because I was, like, hella skinny, right? You know, everybody, you know, we start out either chunky as fuck or skinny. This nigga. Okay, but. My bad. <laughs> now you good, bro. But basically, it's helped me. It's helped me realize that, like, we can be whatever we want to be. We can shape our destiny by the actions that we take every single day. And it helps me relieve stress and kind of like concentrate on certain things. Like, like, you know, when everybody was in quarantine, you know, we had all the home workouts, but it wasn't the same as going to the gym, seeing everybody else get it in. That's motivation, bro. Mm -hmm. Seeing all those buff ass niggas walk around and shit, fucking no neck steroids, fucking big ass calves, big ass thighs type shit that motivates you to do better. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. even if I do lift, you know, 205 for bench, I want to lift 225 or I want to lift what the dude next to me is doing fucking three plates on each side type shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? 
that's very interesting that you said like the gym does kind of have like its own little atmosphere that yeah. kind of adds to like the experience like if I were to sit here and do push like it's hard to just do push-ups every day at home yeah. but when you go to the gym even if you by yourself like you still have like like you said that motivation right in front of your eyes like you can see somebody that you want to be like like up until then, I've never seen nobody do a muscle up in real life. Up until I got to the UNR gym, I've only seen it in video. So, like, to me, a muscle was kind of like I couldn't I couldn't grasp the idea of me doing it until I saw somebody in person doing it, which was cool to see. Exactly. But uh, like, I could do that shit too. Yeah. Maybe. I was just gonna say, me and Andre, I think we were talking about this last pod, like how the gym, like you'll see somebody. And it's almost like that, it just brings your alpha out because you'll be about to quit on that eight and then you'll see somebody next to you big as fuck fucking throwing around some 60s curling. And you'll be like, oh, I can't fucking quit on this curl. I'm curling 30. So it's like, I don't know. I like it because I'm a competitive guy by nature. So I like going to the gym, not necessarily to compete against other people because you don't really go to the gym to compete against other people that's how you get hurt but you compete against yourself to try and you know beat your old self be who you was yesterday try and do that extra rep because you know you couldn't do it last week like i've been going to the gym every week and or every day every week and like it's just been me battling myself to make sure i don't like stop this streak don't fuck up you know keep pushing don't get lazy don't slack off because you know, you get lazy one day, that one day is going to turn into a week very a week very quickly. Very quickly. Yeah, and it's like the gym has also become like, especially for me and like Samaje, it's became almost like a safe place. Like we could go up there, fuck around on the turf. Like I remember one, one day we was like 30 minutes straight just doing cartwheels and fucking like weird kicks and shit. But it was like, it was cool because it felt like, it didn't feel like we were doing some dumbass shit. It felt like we were really practicing. And, like, nobody's going to judge us on that. So, I really like that part of the gym. But, Samaje, what, what do you like about it? I don't know, you know. Yeah, I just like how everybody doing their own thing. Like, me, I'm one of those people that make a competition out of everything. I don't even care. Nigga, the other person don't even know it's a competition. It's a, it's a competition to me. So, it's like, damn, you know, I just need to go harder, you know. Like, shit. I feel like, you know, the gym is well more mental than physical if anything it's all about your mindset you know like yeah. you can go that one day and then you if you that shit was hard you're gonna tell yourself like well i gotta keep doing this it's just easier to not do nothing type shit so you know you just gotta stay focused and know what you want you know always reassure yourself with your goals and stuff in the gym too because i also hope you get through it through the hard times and shit but yeah you know not nah, that that falling out that process that's some bullshit like that shit sucks i fucking hate the gym <laughs> yeah i mean we be going to the gym like every night and it's crazy how just in the short amount of time we've done it we've seen so much progress like me personally i've been able to i, I remember like last semester my bench is maxed like 145 i think yesterday i hit like 185 or something like that you 190 bro you 190 i seen yep. cam he started i forgot what you started off at it was a lot but now oh, you just reached your max like not too long ago and then I see Samaje, he reaching his max. So it's crazy, like, how progress can come so fast as long as you just put in the work. Even if you don't see it. Like, I don't really see too much of a change in my body, but I can see with my performance, it's gotten better. 
Yeah, and it, it almost feels better, like, when you feel yourself getting stronger versus, like, you know, getting the chest. Like, you know, not to say, you know, niggas don't want the chest and shit, but <laughs> I don't know, like, when you know you strong and, like, you know you can be that nigga ass, like, that's a good ass feeling. Oh, God. Do y'all, like, do y'all fight, too? Do y'all be on the boxing bag? Cameron. And- I watch him do it. I don't really be doing oh. it. No, I used to do it with him, but you feel me? I just started this job for like being able to stay there as long as I used to before. Cause me and that nigga Jay, just me and him used to go there from like eight thirty to nine. You feel me? And be there until like eleven, twelve. But since I got the job, I don't really, I can't really go up there as much. But I do be up there, do you know, practicing the kicks and shit with that nigga Jay. Yeah, but Cam is a good ass wrestler. He was <laughs> uh, he was showing me some moves. You know, I hate wrestling, but. I got to get better at it. Yeah. But um, what about you, Tommy? What's your progress? Because I know you said you was uh, either looking for a bag or trying to get one or whatever. Oh, like, you know, they got the gym. Well, like, so there's two gyms on our campus. for y- So, like, our campus is weird as fuck with this COVID shit. So, like, our actual on-gym campus only 10 people can be at the gym and it's only 45 minute workout slots. You can work out once a day and you have to wear a mask. Well, you used to have to double mask and you couldn't drink water, but now it's only double mask. And you can't spot nobody. Like we got in trouble for that. (laughs) I would go to the gym altogether. So yeah, sometimes I go to the, you said what? I said, you said we need to go over there. Hell no. Yeah, bro, they be tripping, bro. You need to come over here, bro. Come get the work in, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, see, they got this gym across the street, and, like, they don't really care at all. So, like, heads literally will just walk in there and not have a membership, and, like, they won't care. But, like, they got a bag over there, and I'll be, like, hitting that and shit. But lately, I've just been going to the on-campus one during the day between my classes because, like, I got a job, too, so, like, I, it's a, like, work study, though, so I have to do that. So, like, I have less time. So, like, I'll just go in between classes. And, like, uh, when I first started out, I, I was, like, free weighting bench press or chest press on, like, you know, the free weight bench. Yeah. Uh, with, like, 40 dumbbells. And, like, now, like, I'm starting to do 50s. I'm, I'm going to start – I'm going to do a 55 next Monday. And that's like I don't know. So yeah, that's just like little progress. Just like moving up and weight and stuff. Hell yeah. Exactly, bro. You got a strength train because I make sure muscles I mean, bigger. I mean, I mean, going to the gym with other people like your homies and shit, that make a difference, bro, than just yeah. going by yourself. Yeah, I go I go with this one dude. Um, his name is Ken. He's gonna be on the pod later for y'all listening. Y'all wanna learn more about him, but uh he's a exchange student from China. And, you know, that has nothing to do with who he is. I just thought that was cool. But, <laughs> like, we'll go to the gym every day. And, like, we used to spot each other and shit until they said we fucking couldn't. But, like, we'll he'll walk in because we live in two different dorms. Like, I'll dap him up. And we'll literally just do our separate workouts, not even talk the whole time. But it's just us being there together. It's make us go harder watching the other one do that. Yeah, yeah. it almost, like, for some reason, bro, and it was crazy because this girl said this to me yesterday because I was, like, teaching her how to skate. And she, you know, was just starting out. 
And it's crazy how just like someone else's presence can make you feel comfortable while fucking up. Like, it's like you could do something hella, like talking to girls, for example. Like, it's so much harder to talk to a girl when you're by yourself than compared to you with a group of friends. And I don't know why it's like that. Like, maybe because you just have, like, you don't have to deal with your own mind afterwards. You can kind of laugh yeah. off. But, like, that, that's crazy to me that you said that. Like, just his presence is, like, enough to make you feel more comfortable. Because that's yeah. really the truth. Because it's like, yeah, we literally, we don't even work out beside each other, do the same stuff. He do his home workouts. I do mine. But, like, we'll leave to get him together. I'll always be like, you get a good one? I'll be like, yeah, I got a good one. He got a good one. So, it's like. We, and it's good because we're both progressing together. So, like, he has somebody that he can see progressing, and I can see him progressing. And, like, we can give each other pointers and help each other out. And, like, you know, it helps you to stay consistent because if I don't go a day, he's going to be talking shit to me. If he don't go a day, I'm going to be talking shit to him. Exactly. You hold each other accountable and shit. So yeah. You go, like, at least six days a week. Yeah, at least. And I, like we were talking about in our last part about the whole competitive nature, it's like when you work out with other people, you even if it's your friend, like you said, like you have to, you kind of just by default have that competitive nature. Like you're always going to go against or not even necessarily go against your trying, you're, you're going to try to match who you're working out with, which is something I try to do with Cam because I know he's a bit ahead of me. So I got to try to like do the best I can to try to get to his level. And I'm sure for Cam, it's like that for some other person that he's watched work out. So yeah. it's like you, yeah, that competitive nature. Cause I, you know, some people, some people gave us like a little review on the last pod. I mean, the last YouTube video. And she was like, yeah, I don't agree with competing with your friends. But I was like, you compete by default. Like, there's no way you look I at somebody that. do 50 push ups. You're not like, okay, let me try to do that. Cause that right there in itself is just competition. You said what it was a chick who said that? Yeah. All right. First things first. Being competitive is a masculine trait, so she wouldn't really understand. I'm not going to try to, like, say that bullshit, but, like, she wouldn't fully understand <laughs> what it feels like. <laughs> just, it's a masculine trait, bro. Like, us dudes, we fucking... Bro, that's facts, though. Because yeah, like, you know like that. Even mad at that, it's like, that's just facts. Because if you think about it, if you look at the WNBA versus the NBA... Facts, you know what I'm saying? Come on, go ahead, go ahead. But the thing is, like, okay... Our girls, okay, they are girls competitive just in different ways because you see girls are more competitive with like how they dress, how many likes they get. So do they still have the competitive gene just in different ways? They're competitive. Girls, I feel with like girls in life compete more than guys. Like in a yeah. workforce or just like in a friend group, I feel like they compete over bullshit more than guys do. They're competitive mm. with attention. They're not competitive with physical things like we are, mm. basically. Because mm. we're like, talking about likes and status and shit. That's attention-based. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like girls are more are more competitive in the sense, like, they are literally competitive more than dudes. But dudes, like, when we're competitive, it's at a much higher level than, like, I feel like girls. As yeah. Cameron said, with physical stuff. Exactly. So likes and stuff, I mean, I feel like niggas are more – competitive like with shoes and stuff i don't know you gotta like have a thing almost i'm not really i'm not competitive with nothing like comparing wise unless i mean kind of gain weight you feel me no i mean I, I feel like i feel like everybody competitive you feel me like that's some bush like i don't know i feel like everybody competitive with their friends and shit you know it's just like 
it's like it's like a certain motivation. You feel me? Like yeah. people usually people usually and kind of what is it? Envy what what they don't have that the next person has. So it's kind of just like a small form of that. You know, just like making you go harder. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, me and Andre, we were talking about that last part about like how you being competitive with your friends isn't you necessarily wanting to see them lose. It's just you wanting to be, you know, the big dog, the one on top. And it's just because I feel like that's human nature. It's not necessarily you want to be better than your bro, but you want to be better than your bro, not because you want him to be bad necessarily but you just want to be better and, and you being wanting that you're making him better because he want to be better than you. And it's like that constant going back and forth is actually good because y'all are just elevating each other. I think how we put it last time, it was like, you want to be better than your friend, but you don't want your friend to be worse than, than what you are. And that's, yeah. I think that's the best way to describe it because you don't, it's not like you want to hurt your, your, your competition or your friend or whatever just so you can be on top or take like a shortcut or prey on his downfall just to be at the top. You want to just be at both of y'all best and maybe you're just a little bit better. You know, you're not like, hopefully you're not just way better than him. Cause at that point, like you're not really competing against him. You're just shitting on him. Yeah, just showing up that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like Man. that's hella toxic. Bro, I, we was talking about something in my Kendrick Lamar class today. And uh, yeah, Kendrick Lamar class. <laughs> yeah, bro. Four credit hours and everything. Like it's a serious ass class. But uh <laughs> yeah, we was like talking about this dude named France Fons or some shit like that. Um we were supposed to read this his article. I didn't read that shit, but we were supposed to. <laughs> I was talking about it in class. So uh he was like talking about distribution of wealth and violence. The article was on violence. And it was basically talking about like how many Americans blame like violence on, you know, black people or, you know, you know, that percentage, that age group. Yeah. 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 Black yeah. men. Yeah. Yeah. And all that. And we were basically talking about like who, whose fault is the violence. So what do you think about that? Sorry. Mm -hmm. That was a terrible way to phrase the question, but what do you think about like, <laughs> Violence in America. Who do you? Whose fault do you think it is? You mean like race wise? Are you talking about just like the type of people who do it? As far as crime, as far as yeah, yeah. Let's look at it from the crime, uh, you know, viewpoint. Who do you think like the crime violence? I'm gonna say that the data is a little bit skewed because they're trying to do it to fit an agenda. You know, they don't always tell the truth. But the fact that you know us as African Americans, you know. We've been oppressed. We've been in like poverty. We've had to provide for our families and we don't, you know, we don't really get the jobs that are necessary to do that. So if a black guy and a white guy, you know, back say 20 years, 40 years ago, they're both to apply to a job. They most likely picked a white guy because of discrimination, yeah. which means that that black dude would have to go to do something to make that money to support his family. He got kids, he got a wife, his grandma's sick. They're on welfare. They got food stamps and shit. So they're probably more likely to rob because they've been oppressed for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the same time, people who are Hispanic, white, Asian, Native American, you know what I'm saying? They commit crimes too, but they have different reasons for it. I can't really speak on them because I'm black, obviously, but they do commit crimes just for different reasons. Yeah, I agree with that. 
And I also think a, a big part of it is like the role models in, in, in each different community. Because who you look up to is most likely who you'll become. And if the people that you're looking up to are bad or the people that other people are telling you to look up to are bad, there's a good chance that you'll probably become bad. And it just so happens that a lot of like minority races, their role models are people that aren't talking about good things. Like we don't have a lot of like righteous black people out there talking about good things. A lot of our celebrities and a lot of our front runners are toxic people, toxic females. They talk about killing people. And it's so cool to a younger generation. Like my generation, I don't, I mean, I'm sure you guys know like drill rap was like the coolest thing ever like if you could spit a drill rap like you was cold like young pappy was cold so like since that's what's cool to us that's what we that's what we kind of like were attracted to and that yeah. and a lot of people fell down that road because they wanted to live that lifestyle a lot of people can't, can't differentiate between react their own reality and someone else's reality that they're trying to put through a speaker yeah it's funny that you said that because like I was rapping with this, yeah, and it was rapping with this one dude. He's on the football team here, right? And we was chilling rapping, and uh, I noticed like, <laughs> and he was freestyling, and he was like, "Yeah, we smoking on that Tuka pack." <laughs> I was like, and then he was like, he was like, "I don't even know who Tuka is, but <laughs> or something like that." <laughs> I was like. See, bro, like, he's just saying shit just to say. (laughs) And that shit is so sad, though, because Tuka is, like, a real person. And Tuka, you don't even know what Tuka did to anybody. Like, I don't even know what Tuka did, but I just know the people that's more famous is rapping about. To me, it's kind of like, when when people make rap songs like that, it's kind of like how people tell, like, oh, the story is told from the victors. Like the founding fathers, or like how yeah. white people came over here and did all that in their praise. But it's like it's we're doing the same thing with rap music. Yeah. People sit up here and they'll sing King Von dissing FBG Duck and fucking yell those lyrics out loud. This nigga said I'm a I want to go to sleep or something just to beat his ass in heaven. But when he dies, everybody wants to be sad and everybody wants to jump on uh six nine for for talking bad about his death. When it's yeah. like he's been talking bad about new, a, a number of people's deaths. And nobody said anything about it. That was cool yeah. when he did it. What What do y'all think about uh, the little Timmy dude, the dude who allegedly uh, shot and killed uh, King Von, like coming, getting out of jail and going on Facebook, oh, Tim. talking hella mess and all that. Well, um, all right, hold on, cause I, I ain't speak for the last question. Oh, my bad. I want to say real quick. Oh, now you get. So I just want to say like, um, I feel like violence and crime and shit like that. I feel like it comes from a variety of reasons, you know. Like greed, envy, you know, just it comes from a lot of things, you know. I feel like that was like that was something we had to do before, you know, as a minority, like rob, steal, you feel me, kill, shit like that. But I feel like nowadays it's it's a lot of more opportunities out there given to us, you know. And I feel like, you know, like a lot of us should widen up, you know, because we still listen to an older generation. You know, it's just something that passed down, you know, oh go still, go sell drugs type shit. Like it's something that passed down over the generation. They 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 locked in that slave mindset kind of you feel me like you yeah. you keeping not only yourself but your I'm gonna say like yo maybe your nephews your cousin you feel me yo yo the younger generation just also stay in the hood you feel me like we we ain't trapping ourselves and it's a, it's a crazy ass system you know how they how they work that out yeah but and they, it's it's important you said that because it's like it's almost you can't be both 
like in today's society like if somebody heard you just saying that they'd be like oh he a coon he don't know what he talking about. <laughs> that's the truth then, like, I, mean, I mean i mean but like on me. but then like if you go on the other side like to what cameron was talking about earlier about like how the government did do these things like we was talking about in class how the government was bringing in about the war on drugs when they was bringing in cocaine from Colombia and like yeah. all the shit that still affects people today that stems from that so it's like we need to learn as a society how to bridge the gap between and I'm not saying you was doing that necessarily because I don't think you was doing that I agree with everything you were saying yeah. but it's like right. so many people today they'll be like oh they'll hear that and be like oh no nah, he a king because it has or a coon because it has to be this one way it has to be the government nah. Instead like, of us contributing to our own downfall as well. No, nah, most definitely. I feel like you know, it's a, it's a, it's, it's an intricate system. You know, um, like the I feel like one of the ways that created you feel me the system and um keeping like a lot of us in, in the hood and shit is just the social class. You feel me? Like oh, rich. You know, and then you got the mid class, and then you got the lower class. I feel like that system alone right there, you know, created the hope, developed the mindset of having to go in and get it by any means. You feel me? That's why you're niggas talking about. They selling drugs, or you feel me? They robbing, or they scamming now. You know, it's, it's an intricate system of like, oh, this is what I gotta do in order to make it to the top. But really, you just trapping yourself. You know, it's like I feel like nowadays we didn't got to a point where yeah, racism and shit exist. But I personally feel like, um, I personally feel like it's a lot more opportunity for us to actually go in and make it different. You know, now, I know a lot of smart, smart ass dudes in the hood, dudes that can rap, write, smart as fuck knowing dumb shit, you know, I lost my cousin to the dumb shit, you feel me, so it's like, at this point, I don't know, I feel like it's a mindset type of thing, because, you know, I grew up in the, I, I'm from LA, I'm from, I'm from Watts, you feel me, Grape Sheba, OT and all of them, but you don't, I'm not selling drugs none of that, you feel me, I decided to go in and chase, choose a better route, you know, college and all that shit, you know. Yeah, and it's yeah. funny, because, like, literally selling drugs, is literally called the trap, like, you it's, exactly, it's called the fucking trap, trap like, it's but a trap, bro. I, I'm glad that you bring that up because, like, basically, like, I, the point I wanted to make out of all of this is distribution of wealth. That's, like, the what makes everybody violent. And, like, we were going through class the whole day, and I was like, who are the most violent people in America? And I was like, all right, you got the poor people, right? And it's obviously why they're, it's obvious why they're violent because they don't have shits and they don't care. Yeah. And then I'm like, now there has to be something counteracting that bound, that violence, you know, to make e equilibrium. And I was like, now who else is violent? Who causes all this violence? You look at the rich people, except they're just not physically violent. That's why nobody talks about it. They're mentally violent. So like they're psychologically violent to literally all the other lower classes to where we're fighting each other because of the color of our skin and all this other stupid ass shit. And we can't recognize that they're the ones that are causing all these problems. And I was thinking, I was like, if wealth was literally evenly distributed, there wasn't no poor people, no rich people, what would motherfuckers have to fight amongst themselves about? All right, nothing. Nothing. But I mean, I mean, people would create some stupid shit. You feel me? Cause like back yeah. before niggas was fighting over land, and, you know, people would just create some stupid shit. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, like, man. also, also want to know like, why the fuck healthcare not free out here? You know, or I I know I was talking to this um this girl from the UK, right? And she was like, 
their um their college system works way different. Like you don't have to start paying off your um like let's say you take out a loan to go to college out there, whatever. You don't actually have to start paying that off until um you get a you get a job that can pay it off type shit. So unless your job can pay it off or unless you can pay it off with your job, you actually don't have to start paying off the loan or like I think what is it? It's Canada or some shit that has like free healthcare. Why the fuck I gotta pay to go to the fucking hospital? My nigga, like, I broke my leg. Y'all gonna charge me? Okay, hurt, okay, like, look, okay, <laughs> look, okay. I have a question for you though, right? So, but hold on, hold on, hold on. But but before we go to that, because I feel like this is like a good topic for the next, because this is about the end. This fucking uh, can I just ask my question? But look, we still want violence. I want to know about the the. Okay, okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're like right. this, that's a whole new topic. Dude, you know what I was gonna ask. But I just felt like it was gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, you good. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. What What did y'all think? Like, how? What do y'all think about Lil Timmy? I think that's his name. Coming out and like <laughs> talking shit on Facebook, like, yeah, I killed King Von, whatever, whatever. And like, what do you and and also to that, what do you think about like, you know. Groups like the Shade Room, for instance, saying should Little Dirt retaliate and kill Little Timmy. All right, Man. so hold, hold, hold. let me uh, go ahead, Cam. All right, so first things first, the Shade Room—they're just instigators, bro. Any social media outlet instigators—they'll pitch a certain idea and be like, "Oh, well, this might happen and this might happen." When in reality, they never thought about that shit until they said something. That's one, and two. He gonna get his, bro. What comes around goes around. He keep bragging and shit. Guarantee you, two, three years from now, maybe even sooner, he gonna fucking show up. He gonna get shot in the fucking forehead. He gonna be dead somewhere, bro. But okay, so is that like, is that okay though? Is that like, is that the the cycle that you I mean, want? It's not what okay, I want. That's just he, how the universe is. But let's just, just be how, honest. Like he didn't like if if your friend was getting his ass beat, you would probably do something similar to that too. So was he really right. at fault? Man, shit, you gotta do it. That's just how the universe works, bro. <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm saying. I mean, so should that know. karma be on its way, even though he protected his friend that was obviously at a disadvantage? He shouldn't be <laughs> at fault for that. But he shouldn't come out and fucking brag about killing somebody. That's that's kind of fucked that, up. That's bro. true. Yeah, but that's, that's, that's come on. That's a human. That's, that's somebody's son. Thing. That's somebody's fucking dad or something, bro. Come on. That's now. like the language they speak, though. That's the world they live in. I, like, honestly, bro. The whole reality is based off of talking shit and respect and how much you know respect you got in the hood and how much you know respect your name got. So like, he just going off the currency he's always lived. So is he really wrong? If that's all he I, knows. I mean. Oh, and I feel I feel like oh I'm saying I feel like that shit childish, bro. The shade, the shade room, little Tim shit, all that, bro. I feel like it's all child. That's some kid shit. That's some shit kids do. You feel me? You was a kid, you yo, yo, you see, you you get your cousin in trouble, right? You see that making fun of all you got like that's some childish ass shit, bro. I feel like a lot of a lot of adults and like older folks nowadays, bro, it's like yeah, they got a childish ass mindset. They don't really sit back and think like. I'm above this. You feel me? I'm being art. You can be like, I know what it is. You feel me? It's always, oh, let, because people feed off drama. And the best way to cause drama is by being childish as hell. Yeah. Go ahead, Kim. Here's some food for thought, though. I'm oh, sorry, Andre. You want to go ahead? No, go ahead. All right, but here's some food for thought that's been like really in my head lately. So, you know how, like, when you're growing up, your parents tell you the fucked up shit that their parents did to them? Mm hmm. And then they turn around, they do some fucked up shit to you. Yeah. 
that's low key the exact same shit that their parents did to them, but they want to, they tell you that they want to be better, right? <clears throat> but the thing is, they say they want to be better, but the thing is, they don't know how to be better because that's what they were raised around. Yeah. So you're talking about how all these people be to what their parents and their parents' parents. It's all a pattern, bro. Yeah. So where do we disconnect? Hold on. So I'm a, do I'm we a... disconnect from? I'm gonna end it real quick and then I'm gonna send y'all another link because it's about to it's about to shut off. Cause it, that's I a good, that's a good food for thought question, and I'm gonna send the link right after I end it. Like we still continue in the same video, but right, that's a good question. Over. I know it's gonna take more than four minutes to discuss. Yeah, you damn right. All right, bro. All right. <laughs> Check y'all emails. Right. So you just asked a great question. Can you kind of just like. Say it quickly one more time, just for the. Say it quickly. You're gonna explain the full thing. What? All right. How about what's good, everybody? Welcome back from the commercial break. You know, <laughs> welcome back from the technical difficulty. Cameron just left us off with a wonderful food for thought question. You know, do you mind going ahead and repeating your thought and the question that followed it? All right. So, basically, I want to summarize this by saying that you know we all have problems with our parents, right? And we don't see eye to eye with them all the time. So recently, as Dre and Samaje know, I talked to this lady. You're not going to get into that, but I talked to this <laughs> lady about like shit like that. She's a little bit older, but basically the disconnect, I kind of like saw what it was. So basically, I want to say that we always have like these disconnects with our parents and we don't see eye to eye with them. And they tell us the fucked up things that their grandparents or our grandparents did to them growing up and how they raised them and how they say they want to be better, you know? But the thing is, they never really do better because that's all they know. Yeah. They'll, they'll tell us, hey, you know, your grandma used to lock me outside when I didn't agree with her. And then they'll turn around and they'll do the exact same shit to you and say, well, you weren't listening to me, so I decided to lock you out. Get the fuck out of my house. Bye. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. oh, I, I feel is, like... Oh, no, go ahead, continue. But the thing is, they don't know any better. So where is the disconnect? How did they learn better? And are we destined to do the exact same shit that our parents did? Are we going to do the exact same stupid shit that they did to us? And is it going to keep continuing until whenever? Yeah, See, I, even if you... Um, my fault. I was just saying a quick thing. Okay. Even if you don't, even if you don't like, think of it as you doing the same exact thing as your parents. Like the idea of it. Let's say they don't literally lock you out the house, but they lock you out of that room, or they lock you out of the room, or they lock you in their room. They still doing the same thing and containing you. So are we just like Cameron said, destined to be in the same cycle of always? what doing whatever repeating the same cycles as our parents parents we're gonna keep doing the same toxic and ignorant shit or are we gonna learn how to do better because when you parent you know you don't get like a handbook when your child's born you just kind of yeah. got to figure it out yeah and parents will act like they know everything because that's their job but in reality they're humans they make mistakes too bro yeah you just got to accept that on both avenues child <laughs> and parent. but go ahead I feel, I feel like i feel like something like that is a mindset you know I mean, because I mean, 
I want to say is like depending on a topic, it could be a disciplinary, it could be a discipline disciplinary action. You feel me? I don't I don't know about that locking your kids outside. That that's some other shit. That's just but, an example. You know, but you know, yeah, you know, nah. that's some toxic shit. But yeah, nah, most definitely. I feel like it's a mindset. You know, I feel like if you want to do better, you're gonna do better. You know, I feel like it it, it it it's only so far you can you can use excuses. You know, cause like it's, like I said, if you want to do better, you're gonna do it. You know, by any means, you really gonna try your hardest to actually do better. Take the extra steps. You know, learn from your from your past mistakes. Most people say I want to do better, but don't do better. Keep doing the same shit. You know. So okay, I have a question for you. Before I like say my little my little answer. Yeah. What if, because we live in a different generation than our parents. So yeah. for our parents' generation, we start to take in consideration that they don't have the internet. They don't necessarily have something they can look at as easy as we can and just see better. So what if they don't know what better is? Because they, they decide, I mean, if they grow up in a bad community, that's more than likely, unless they watch TV, which is fake, all they're going to see is their community. So what was better to them may, may be just a tad bit better but it's still bad like okay no. you're not selling drugs but you work at mcdonald's so that's technically good but to like it's the average person bad. that's still bad so how yeah. how would you how would you combat that so i don't even like, know because like because like, he said he said like their definition of, of better could be like a couple notches down you know yeah but that's why i said like it's a it's a mindset thing because it really all depends on who you are you know like everybody think differently so I don't even know how to go about that. I feel like some people are gonna be like, oh, you know, they they be a couple of nights down with that's better. Some people are uh, rechange they, the whole way they, you know, discipline, discipline, you know, or you know, different stuff. Like they might try talking to you more, see where your head is at, you know. And I feel like that's actually one of the best ways to figure out what's really going on with your kids and how to combat it. So all you parents out there, you feel me? Talk to your kids, bro. You know, so I feel like when you talk to them, that's how you really learn what's going on. See you get a negative reaction. If you if you just go hard, unless you got an animal, fuck them niggas, bro. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> no, I'm just so I basically, I'm not gonna say I got a definitive answer, but I just want to say, you know, see so you now, like we all have hopes and dreams, correct? We all want to do something. Y'all want to start a business. Y'all want to make this podcast bigger, type shit. Uh-huh. Some people can't think that far. That's true. So. Hmm. When you say like your definition of better, their McDonald's mentality is as far as they can go. As long as my kid isn't selling drugs, that's fine by me. That's as far as sometimes they can go. I know people like that too. That was a beautiful thing. We all do. People in high school, motherfuckers thought they was popular. And now they sit up here working a deadbeat job with fucking $9 an hour, getting like them $500 paychecks after they work overtime. With a kid. That's as far as they can go. Yeah, no, like I, I, I was telling who was I think I was telling Cam and, and Jay a few days ago. I'm like, girls, I know, but who I used to sit like right across to you for me. I used to sit, had the same classroom and everything. I hold kids and shit now, bro. I'm like, that shit crazy. <laughs> You're like, I'm fucking older than your ass, and you got a kid before me. Like, what the fuck? I find that shit crazy. Um, but no, um, you gonna go ahead and tell your answer though, Jay. So my answer to that. And me and Tommy had talked about, to your original question, uh, me and Tommy had talked about this on a previous pod. And this was like a while back. This is like early last semester. We talked about like how our uh, living situations were as a kid and how 
our parents, I mean, didn't do the bare minimum. Like my parents were hella good, but it's like the way they parented us was similar to how they were parented. And it's like, it's crazy because like they were, they felt satisfied with doing just a little bit more than their parents did, which is, which is enough. I'm not, you know, I'm not complaining, but I remember Tommy, this was a part that stuck out to me. Tommy was like, and you could expand on this once I just bring it up because I'm just trying to jog your memory. You were like, yeah, my dad, you know, he he took me to play basketball, fed me or whatever. And he thought that was enough because I think you said his dad didn't do anything or something like that. And, but it, oh, in reality, yeah, yeah. it wasn't. But yeah, I was like basically like, he thought his presence was enough because I guess like his dad wasn't there or whatever. And uh, his parents, like his mom never went to his basketball game. But it's like, there's a difference between being present physically and actually being present as a parent. Like you can be there and just be on auto mode or airplane mode and just cruising through. Like most of us do in class. Like, yeah, you go to class. You ain't hear not a goddamn thing your fucking teacher said. You just there. On fucking cruise mode, you think it, uh, yeah, 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 the game, yeah. So you're not really paying attention. So like, when you're growing up, you're trying to learn things. You're very curious, so you ask a lot of questions and stuff. So if you got somebody on cruise mode, then you know you got to really find those answers out for yourself. Which I mean was cool. It made me a more, you know, like complex thinker in the terms like I got to figure out stuff on my own in different ways so yeah. like yeah i don't have like everything's based on perspective like like we were all saying you're you getting better is different getting better is different for everybody like it's all based on perspective and where you are at that time of your life so you being able to lift a 20 pound dumbbell could be the best you've ever done in your life but let's say somebody who was throwing around 315 last month, or let's say three years ago, he just now lifted. Like, that's terrible. So it's yeah. all based on perspective. Don't put yourself in somebody else's shoes because the only shoes you've walked your entire life is yours. So don't try Definitely. and compare yourself to nobody else. Definitely. Because there's a lot of people that would look at, like, my, my living situation as a kid, which, like I said, wasn't that bad to me. But, you know, like, those These privileged like, kids. Oh my gosh. Yeah, those privileged kids, they'll be like, oh my gosh, your parents were never together. I can't imagine. Like, you know, some kids, their parents, go through <laughs> their parents will go through a divorce and then fucking they'll be depressed for the rest of their life. Which you know, I can't I my parents never been divorced. I don't know. I can't live through that. They were never together. But it's like you said, it's all about perspective. It's all like my childhood to me was pretty good. Like I felt like I ate every night, every day, whatever. But like you said, some people look at that life or the, my my life situation and be like, "Man, that's some bullshit." You went yeah, through exactly. that. I'd be like, "Bro, yeah. like, nigga, that wasn't shit." Like, I know people that really yeah. like had to go through it, but to them, that's not even that bad because they lived through it. And maybe their parents was worse, so then their parents are like, "I'm doing better." So it's like you said, it's all about perspective and how exactly. you leave your own situation. You always gonna think something is better or worse if you haven't lived through it. That's why, I like. I hate when people like try and shit on, like let's say somebody who's rich and preppy, like they're trying to complain about their problem. Somebody be like, 
oh, you think you got it hard? I got this and that. Because it's like, yeah, 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 you may be right. You do have it harder than this person. But you can do not see the world through their lens. So yeah. and their and their world and their reality, this is so bad. Like this is the worst thing that can happen. Mm-hmm. And then yo, yo asshole ass is coming through like, <laughs> bro, shut your bitch ass up. You can't which which you know in some cases may be what they need, but damn, like you don't you don't gotta be a dick all the time. That's what I'm Cause everybody's problem is real to them. I hate them niggas. It's like, no, nah, I had it harder. You know, I was eating motherfucking ice with water. <laughs> serious. Like, yeah, nigga. <laughs> like, it's not a competition on who had it harder. For real, bro. I call that shit the struggle Olympics. Cause all these niggas want to be struggling worse than the next person. Like, bro, relax. Bro, that's what we, we talked about that too. About like rap culture, just music culture in general. How like it's become a trend to be like depressed or be like lonely or whatever, just be like on some weird shit. And it's like, <laughs> that's crazy that it really has became like a competition of who could be the the loser almost, or like who could have the worst life. Like people are like- yeah, Who came from the most bottom? Yeah, I yeah. came from them trenches. Who could be yeah, the exactly. most It's like a competition. Yeah. It's like everybody it's like came, everybody came from the trenches. No matter yeah, who can be the most dangerous and most, uh, you know, most, Criminal motherfucking is exactly. the best one. And who came oh, from the way? It's like, why? I wonder why that's like, you know, back in the day, there used to be a time when it was like being cool used to, you know, do good things. You know, you would try to like play on the <laughs> basketball team. Now the cool, like, I don't know. I feel like in high school, the cool kids weren't even on the basketball team. Maybe because I didn't go to like a, you know, Gorman or whatever. But like <laughs> the cool kids was the niggas that didn't give a fuck about nothing. Barely went to school. He said, hang out in the hallways. And it's just like, damn, like, that's what's cool. Like, niggas not even dressing up cool no more. Like, niggas and ain't even smoking cigarettes. See, look. If that's niggas ain't even smoking cigarettes. You know, back in the 60s, that used to be big. Niggas used to smoke cigarettes at school or something. That Niggas right. ain't even doing that shit no more. But, Andre, look, that's still based off perspective because heads would look at us and be like, wow, they're so cool. They're on the basketball team. They sit at the cool kids thing, which is – the fucking you get bagged on. You might get bagged on if you fucking sit here at table. Oh god. So, they people over here looking at us like we fucking cool because we throw a ball in a hoop. And we're looking at kids like they cool because they don't go to school. And them kids that don't go to school probably just don't give a fuck about what cool is. <laughs> it's like it's funny the levels. What level do you feel like you're on right now? Always. I feel like I'm on level one. Nigga, not cool at all. And I don't uh, give a fuck neither. No, I, go I'm ahead, Cam. Like college type shit. Like, what, what level are we on? Like in college? Yeah. I don't even know, bro. This pandemic fucked everything up. I don't know what's cool right now. I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. That's facts. That's true. But I ain't trying to toot my own horn. But to be honest with you, no matter what level you're on, you gotta think you the shit. I don't give a fuck. You gotta think you the shit, bro. Yeah, well, I think I'm not the best. Is he popular? I'm not the smelliest shit yet, but we gonna get there. You know what I'm saying? We not we not at like the top level, but we we close enough. I'm still leveling up, but that's how I think, bro. You gotta think you the shit, but. But I don't even know, bro. I'm just winning. I'm just that nigga that people know. <laughs> I feel like, like I'm like cool they- enough that I don't really care if people think I'm cool enough. 
Cause like Ooh. I like bro, I, I told I told them yesterday, bro. I got an infectious personality. Like I don't know if, if I skate. You feel me? You know, skateboarders make anything look cool, and I'm a firm believer in that. You're not mm. lying. You just yeah, it's like some you some niggas skateboarding school and some don't. But I mean, what I found is like every I've just been skating around every day. Just, I mean. And somebody will always be like, oh, you're that kid that always skated, or oh, this or that. And then some kids would be like, oh, that looks so fun. I want to try it. So I feel like I look cool as fuck because I'm just chilling, having fun, and y'all want to, y'all are remembering me somehow, and y'all want to try this shit. So I don't give a fuck what status I have. No, I mean, oh, my bad for cutting you off. Just Just remember you the shit and act like it don't stink. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> My worst name. No, I'm going to just say, I feel, I feel like being cool is subjective, you know, because then you got that person that everybody knows, you feel me? I know everybody, you got that that popular kid. Then you got, like y'all just said, the niggas that skate, you feel me? People that be doing their own shit, that, that be cool to people, you know? So it's definitely subjective. I'm going to just go ahead and say I'm on level zero, but I, I ain't cool, bro. I'm just, I'm just... I'm just, but I'm just, but I'm just a well known, but I don't even know how the football niggas know me, bro. Just show to a party, bro. Bro, I'll be doing a Naruto run at the gym. I know I'm not cool, but it's all. And like you said, it is about perspective. It is like a subjective because it's like, I don't think football players is cool, but nigga, 90% of the people on campus think they cool. Or like, because. It's like you you know how we were my bad. You know how we was talking about like with relationships, like when you're in a relationship, you like, damn, I wish I was single. And when you single, yeah. you like, damn, I wish I was in a relationship. Never it's almost that. like that same thing. Since we was hoop, like we was the athletes, it's like we don't even look at them niggas as cool because we right. was dumb. But some niggas that was never athletes will look at athletes as like, wow, they're so cool. And then like yeah. We don't look at skater n- niggas as cool necessarily because we're skater niggas. We don't think of ourselves as cool, but some athletes might look at them as cool because, like, damn, they can do whatever the fuck they want and nobody will care. I got to always be on my toes and shit. Like, I feel so comfortable being able to not give a fuck about anything and know that I'm not going to get in trouble. When you was on a team, you always had to be on your best behavior. Can't Hell get in trouble yeah. class. Niggas is all... Like, the football and basketball players, bro, they can't even, like, go anywhere without their mask on. Damn, bro, that's some bullshit. They be scared to death to take that shit off. <laughs> yeah, bro. And, and, like, I remember we were having this conversation literally today while we were walking to go get something to eat, me and Samaje. I was like, I could tell a basketball player literally just by the way he walks. Because I used to beat, like – I used to really be like a hooper, like in every sense of the word, nigga. Like every sense hoop of the dreams. word, bro. Yeah, literally, I was in hoop dreams. Nigga, shout out hoop dreams, you feel me? But I was in hoop dreams. So like, yeah, bro. Like we would, I I can tell a hooper, and that's why like they don't starstruck me no more. Like, cause I didn't. I've seen real hoopers. Like Tommy Anderson, IV. I don't know if y'all know. He made y'all. Do y'all know who Troy Brown is? He in the NBA. He's like really, <laughs> but uh, it's this nigga named Troy Brown. He played for the Wizards, I think. No, nah, he got traded. He used to play for the Wizards, and like he was a first round draft pick. Like he cold. Tommy Anderson made him fall. You feel me? So like 
I come from like really good hoopers. Like I played with a nigga that's in Oklahoma right now. His name is what's his name? Jalen Hill. Jalen Hill. I played with him before, so I know. Hey, like, I, what are you talking about? We played with a nigga who just won the fucking national ch- championship. Who? Julian Strader. Play for Gonzaga. Play with play- Tiger Campbell. UCLA. <laughs> Play with motherfucker. We play with we play with Nico Mannion. Uh, play for Golden State Warriors. We play with NBA players. Yeah, yeah. Like played against or like they was on our team type shit. Jalen was on my team. I played, but Jaylen I didn't play Jaylen. with. Huh? Which Jalen? Hill, I think the one with the he plays for Oklahoma. Which high school he got to? I think he went to Clark or Bennett. Oh, oh, I know you're talking about. I know you used to always do a Brian. Bro, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, these niggas don't starstruck me no more like that. The football yeah. players, nigga. Because we know these niggas. Like, exactly. I know they're not that cool. <laughs> At all. I know, because I know myself when I was in high school. And I know I wasn't that cool. Like, I was cool to other people. But, like, I feel like I'm way more cooler. And I'm way more proud of myself now than I was when I was playing basketball. And I feel like it's the same way with a lot of athletes. A lot of people lose themselves in sports and then they can't find them true se- their true selves when it is time to find it or after sports end. Damn, that's deep as fuck. But I, <laughs> because like, and this is also something else. My sister, she was what, she used to hang out with all the basketball players at her college and she went to Pepperdine. And I've, I've seen how her college basketball friends, and this is kind of sad, so I'm sorry. But I've seen how all her friends had to eventually branch out from basketball and they had to like find different careers. And I know a couple in particular that didn't, that don't know what they're going to do with their life yet because they don't have any skills outside of basketball and they don't have an identity outside of basketball. So that's why I look at a lot of athletes and I kind of feel bad because it's like, there's only, there's only what 60 spots in the draft. you got to be hella good to make it to the NBA now. Like, it's not just – and then you got niggas coming from overseas too. So, it's like I'd be feeling bad for them because I'd be like, damn, they got to figure some shit out besides basketball. And since college is – since their basketball career is taking up most of their time throughout the day, they can't – I don't know if they had the time to work on something else or work yeah. on, like, their schoolwork and not only just pass but really be an expert in their field so they can get a job in it instead of just trying to shoot the ball through the hoop. Yeah, like basketball culture is low, low key so toxic. Cause if you think about it, like you spend your whole life from fucking elementary school, always in the gym, at least two to fucking six hours a day, damn near five to seven days a week, every day for every year for your whole life. So that's all you know how to do is play basketball. So you see people, they don't end up getting D1 scholarships. So they'll go to college on a JUCO scholarship, literally just to play basketball or just to play football, not having, not even worried about class. Like I know so many heads, they went for one semester and then dropped out because the the season was over. So it's like, what? and like, I see so many people like, like they'll go for one semester, drop out and then go back when the season's coming on. So it's like, what is their plan? What do y'all actually plan to do? Because y'all can't just be sitting around playing a game for the rest of y'all life because it's obviously not working for you. And you can just get unlucky yeah. like me and Tommy and just be short. Right, like, we real. was pretty good, but niggas just, 
Niggas, they, like we said, we was playing with Kodak. We was playing with NBA players, bro. Niggas is dead. Bro, I told you, Tommy. I'm like, you know, I'm 6'8 now, but <laughs> when I was in high school, I was like, I was only like 5'10. Yeah, exactly. Cause I, yeah, I was like only like five nine in high school. You feel me? Niggas didn't hit that growth spurt, started eating that ashwagandha. Now, now I'm six four. But <laughs> it is, it is. hey, but while we on that note, Cam, go ahead and talk about ashwagandha. Just for all the you feel me, the niggas out there that want a special treat at the end. You the I, one that said you I, seen the video. <laughs> yeah, but you the one that introduced it. Yeah, I did. I ain't gonna lie to you though. I'm gonna tell y'all who's viewing this right now, and y'all. On the podcast, when I saw that shit, I was high as a motherfucker, bro. I was like, what the fuck is this? Bro, I was on TikTok. <laughs> ashwagandha helps you grow in like like at least two inches. And you get like more muscle mass. And you can take it for your anxiety and depression because I get anxiety sometimes. And I was like, damn, that shit crazy, bro. So I went to the gym with this nigga Dre. And I was like, bro, try ashwagandha. It should make you grow. He was like, what? I was like, yeah, bro, look it up. So you looked it up and you said, yeah, it'll help you grow. He's been looking it up ever since, bro. So yeah. if y'all want to grow at least two inches in height, try some ashwagandha and see what happens. How, like, how old do you got to, like, when does it stop? Is it just whenever? 25. Um, 25. See, because what it does, it, um, <laughs> I guess this, this is from the research that I've read, maybe, partially read, skimmed through. It, like, it denses your bones out, right? So then it forces it, I guess, to expand or whatever. And that's how it works. But I don't know. But I know when I looked it up, it did say yes. Like, it wasn't even like a, yeah, more than likely you might grow. It was like a yes, nigga, like on multiple sources. So I'm trying it out. I'm on like day four or five. You feel me? Oh, wait. But I seen that video or something that said you can build up a tolerance to it, though. Have you seen that video? Yeah. So what you got to do for that is. I don't know why I always go overboard with this shit. But what you got to do with that is, I saw this video. He was like, so take it for like a month. You can either microdose it, like you would do with like mushrooms or something. Or you could fucking do it for a month, take like one to two months off. And then you could, instead of using like the uh, the ashwagandha, you could use fenugreek or some other like male supplement, whatever it is. And then that could like be your substitute for the next one or two months. And then you start again type shit game yep yeah so uh any any quotes any interesting things before we before we end it off goku losing the superman this nigga all right bro Bro, goku is look okay look we're gonna put this on youtube this little part right here so while we're here make sure y'all subscribe make sure you guys like and comment the comment of the day will be who do you think will win Goku or Superman? Personally, bro, I'm Goku. saying Superman, bro. I'm saying Goku. Cam, what are you saying? Goku. Somebody's um, dirty as fuck. Goku. I think Naruto would be uh Superman. So I haven't watched no. Dragon Ball Z. I, 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 hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. I don't want to go into it, but put it like this, bro. This nigga Superman, Superman almost got <laughs> beat the fuck up by Batman. Ah, uh, hold on, hold on. But, I, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I, hold on, Tommy. I was telling Jay, Dre, and Cam, Batman is like a super, is like a superhuman, bro. He got like superhuman intelligence, my nigga. Goku not at all. No, 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 no. It makes no sense, but but Batman is supposed to be like the smartest man in DC universe. 
nigga, no, Archie, Archie, yes, Archie, Archie, like, that's yeah. not a superpower. I mean, nigga, that's why he able to beat. That's why he able to beat that nigga Goku. I mean, Superman, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga, bro, he's hey, like, nigga. He's like a superhuman, bro. It's like, bro, I'm wait. To tell you, bro. Did you just <laughs> tell your cat to shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. 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 Shut the fuck up. That's abuse, bro. That's abuse. I'm calling even abuse, bro. You gonna call Peter? I'm not even doing that. Look at him. Look at him. Oh, yeah, how much time we got left, though? I got a, I got a hamster. Uh, not that long. Jay got one too. And you got more than five minutes. The first night. Yeah, let's see if you got more than five. All right, look, I gotta ask y'all one more question. You know how he was talking about like how being cool is subjective. Yeah. Do you think that the amount of chicks that you get has anything to do with that? No. Yes. Actually, yes. Yes, actually, yes. Uh, all right, explain. Because look, I know like skateboarding. Like skateboarders, like they're kind of looked at as like the outcasts. But if you're a, if you're in the skate community, like the girls will look at you as cool as fuck. But to the regular people, you like you weird because you skate, you fucking smoke cigarettes, you're a weirdo. But in that community, they respect you hella, no matter if you smoke. But in the bigger, but in the big pool of things, like you wouldn't be getting as much chicks as let's say a basketball player, just because. But Man, you, you might though, bro. But you might though, because the skate community is is big though. So if you like, nigga. So if not kill, you're not to- fucking hell, You're not fucking a skating bitch every night, bro. Nigga, like basketball, basketball niggas just fuck a bitch every night. You might just though, but that, but no, but that's what I mean. It's subjective. Like that's just because those girls think that shit's cool. But yeah. a skater bitch is not gonna necessarily fuck with a basketball player because they don't think that shit's cool. That's no, just- I agree with you, but oh. like. Yeah, all right, nigga. Was like, yeah, okay. Nigga, <laughs> 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 what? Cam's does the amount of girls you get like dictate being? Well, I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, bro. Like the only thing that really dictates you getting girls, bro, is if you got game or not. Cause nowadays you got fat niggas that be putting bitches, bro. So it's all about game, money. You feel me? Little material, but shit. That's really what it is, bro. Having a it's big ass athlete. This is, this is crazy. Bro, this is this how you keep them. What, what, you, what you doing? You just flashing bitches now with your dick? Like, nah. You would think you weird as fuck. Nah, bro, be honest. Okay. But no, 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 don't be saying that shit, but that's why you nah, Dre, nah, Dre, he might be honest. <laughs> that's facts. That's wait, not wait, even, no, that's no, not no, even wait, like wait. something weird to say, bro. I, I, I mean, I mean, no, I mean, obviously that's what's going to keep a girl around, but you got to be careful because niggas nowadays be sending women dick pics and shit, bro, for no reason. Yeah, that shit's weird. That shit, that shit's weird. weird for everybody, bro. But no, really, bro, like, you got fat niggas and shit that be really be feeling bitches, you feel me? So, it's really if you can talk to a girl and, you know, you got that confidence, or if you got money, you feel yeah, me? Yeah, you can listen to her bullshit all day. That's what it's I mean, about. not not really. You can kind of tune it out, bro. You know, they would never know. No, no, they wouldn't. Bro, if you if you just sit there and listen to a girl and you don't have no response, she'll notice. If you just like, all right, whatever. You got to be like, oh, yeah. Niggas. You gotta, like, you gotta, uh, you gotta <laughs> figure out like that those responses. Like my this is my mom She'll be like, oh really? Uh-uh. Huh? Nuh-uh. Oh, no, no, you got no, you gotta no, 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 you gotta hit him with it. You gotta hit him with it. That's crazy. Yeah, that's her that's that's black people's favorite one. And you know that's some bullshit. You know they not listening, bro. You just, you might turn around. Dre, or they be like, for real? What? 
you about to ask a question? Because I could have sworn you were like a while ago. Uh oh, like a while ago? Like you were about to be on the sub, like you was about to say something, then this nigga somebody just started talking. I was like, fuck. What about the healthcare? No, 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 no. About the what girls. You about to say something. What tattoo you got? Oh, oh yeah. What? Give it give us a tattoo tour. This nigga eye. Real bro. quick. So right here. That's a tiger. And then let's see. I got like five on this arm. He's the one Drace he liked the most, I think. Yeah, that one's tight. So it's like a rose. It has like a geisha's eyes right here. And this says the world is yours. Cause I believe, you know, if you put in the work, the world can be yours, you know? And then hold up, fuck. This shit's hard, bro. Right here is a panther. I don't know if y'all can see that shit. Yeah. No, you can see it. And then fuck my form. Right here. This is like a pinwheel flower and it's a sparrow. And I made it for my mom because her nickname is Bird. Uh, this right here, live until I die. I don't know if not. And then I got like a ship right here. And then let's see, this right here is signature. It says purpose. Hold up. All right, give me a second. I got one on my leg. Give me a second. Yes, sir. Are we all going to give a tattoo to her now? This is my tattoo. I'm I mean, I only got one, bro. It was like, this yeah, we can. We'll put this on YouTube. Yeah, this gonna be the clip art. But hey, if we gonna hear Jay and Tommy real quick, a, a famous Jay and Tommy freestyle. Oh, oh shit! Lie. Let me hear when that on. You feel? All right, I got you. Y'all even see this shit? Hold up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. You. I don't even want to show him on. This nigga showing me a. <laughs> <laughs> It's a tiger with a dagger in it. I gotta get him tatted up. Damn. I feel uh, like. Yeah. Cam just showed his. Uh, fuck. Cam just showed us his leg tats. I'm finna hit niggas with straight bats. Nigga. I'd I, I, I knock a nigga out, have him more blind than some straight bats. Yeah. Uh, oh, bats are blind. Yeah. Yeah. Nigga, we, we, we nigga, my got the glasses. I'm smacking bitches' asses. And I'm skipping all I my classes. Sexual, I'm finna drop I think out. That sexual no harassment. I'm Ooh. finna drop out no Kanye. Mm. All I need is my main ones. I don't need no more ombres. Ooh. And I these diamonds is two tone like some ombre. <laughs> you can't stop that. Come on, come on, bro. Come on. Oh, bro. like some ombre. Ooh. Nigga, my name Andre. Uh, uh this nigga Tommy uh. Jason. Nigga, I'm the one, I'm the reason. And I fight you, nigga. I don't give a fuck about no treason. Uh, yeah. And all I need is straight penis, cause I don't need no tongue. I really wanted to say, all I need is dick for your bitch. I don't need no tongue for pleasing. Like I don't need no, I don't need to give her a head, but yeah, I didn't want to. Uh, I don't know why. That was too gay though. I don't but know why hey, I didn't hey, want to hey, cuss. Hey, like I was hey, just like, no cuss. Hey, you need you need to stop listening to that Tyler Creator, but he started to change you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro, it was a, nah, chill, bro. That nigga cold. <laughs> Tommy, it's your turn. He said, "All I want is peanut." Come on, no, yeah. I said all I need is penis. I, I said all I need. Don't say it once. Damn, Come that's on. worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. We only got three minutes left. Let me say all he need is dick. 
I don't know what the fuck is this shit. I can't even rap after that. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All right, somebody give me a topic. I'm um, not like Dre. I can't just freestyle off the dome. Was that shit hard though? It was nice. Yeah. Hey, 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 it, was, it was cool. It was cool. We gonna hear something from you, Cam? Hell no, sir. Not me. <laughs> but, all right, um, Cam. We gonna go ahead and give you a word. What's the What's the word, Dre? You got one? Uh, shirt. Dude. You said shirt? Yeah. That's your first word. Just start with shirt. All right. Shoot a nigga in his shirt. Put him in the dirt. Never gave a fuck. Always did that word. Shit. Why the fuck I always rap about some violent shit? Maybe it's because I'm just came from a violent nigga, bitch. Uh. (laughs) Uh, I'll pick it up. You feel me? Matter of fact, I'm gonna pass it to Maja because he ain't get to rap this whole time. But Bro, hurry up because we're out, running bro. out of time. Go ahead. Oh, he said, my boy Jay said we running out of time, but I ain't gotta die. Just trying to find a piece of mind. I grind, can't stop because I want it. Niggas know that I'm on it. I don't have no opponents. Slicing niggas down like Corona. Like I said yesterday, chopper up them up, call it Logan. I'm chosen. There we go right there. We're going to have to end Yeah, up. and you feel me with that? We're going to close it out. If y'all listen this far, thank you. This probably going on YouTube or some part is going on YouTube. So like, comment. We're about to close it out before I close his mouth. Wait. We remember Goku versus Superman. Who wins? You feel me? We all Superman. said Goku besides Samajay. So you feel me? whatever it is, what it is. They need to look at the video. Any last words? Yeah, so- Oh, Cam, you want to shout out your page real quick? Oh, yeah. Shout out uh, your fitness page. I at Cam Fit Official on Instagram. What's your Instagram, Samaja? I'm going to tag y'all on the Instagram post, but Samaja, oh, what's yours? Um, underscore, only one loud. And then Tommy Anderson, you're already on it. You already know the deal. You feel me? Thank y'all for listening. Peace.